Mother's Voice Podcast. The Mother's Voice Podcast. Tales of motherhood from around the world. Hello and welcome to the Mother's Voice Podcast. My name's Marion Duggan. This podcast is a collection of interviews with a number of different women about their experience of early motherhood and in particular the role that lullabies played in the early years of caring for their infants. This week's interview is with Marilyn Leferve. Marilyn talks about the child-rearing traditions of Zimbabwe that were useful for her when caring for her two children. She's always been part of a singing family and speaks joyfully about the power of song in the early years of motherhood. All of these interviews have been edited from a longer conversation into short weekly episodes of about five minutes in length. For more information about the Mother's Voice podcast, please visit murmurationarts.co.uk or follow the link in the show notes. Thank you for your time and I hope you enjoy listening to these interviews as much as I enjoyed recording them. Episode 2, Marilyn Leferve. My name is Marilyn Leferve. I'm 62. I'll be 63 next week. I have two children and I wasn't particularly maternal because we came from a family of five children. I always had to retreat to my room and I used to love reading and peace and quiet, but there was so much chaos. But then I went to do my nurse training and my very first ward was a children's ward. Um, and that sort of changed my mind. I actually took to children and then soon after I fell pregnant with Charlene, so I was only 19 at the time. We were a singing family, always singing. Because I'm from Zimbabwe originally, my mum taught me to put her on my back. And that's so comforting, you know. Um, you could do a lot then, you could do some housework and she would fall asleep because they feel warm and comfortable. I think they can almost hear your heartbeat as well, you know. So one of the songs that we usually sing to our babies, especially when they're on the back, we sort of... That song is, in our tribe, the Shona tribe, that is the song for babies. That is the song for the babies. Hush, my little one, um, settle down and sleep. That's how I would um, interpret them. They love that little gentle toing and froing, you know, the rocking and hoping, you know, the prayer. The prayer, please stay asleep. <laughs> but you've got to get your timing right, you learn not to get them off too soon. You sort of know, you, you can gauge that, or, or even I think you can detect even their breathing rhythm. Um, and you sort of know that they're in a deep sleep now and you very gently, with help if possible, get them off and, and uh, nice and warm in a nice clean place. It was mainly singing, because that song covers everything really, yeah. It was mainly the singing, but there's lots of, um, kissing and you know the cuddles the, oh gosh and you know that little smell the baby smell I can still smell that it's wonderful just snuggle into them yeah the, I mean it's 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 a miracle it really is a miracle it gives me goosebumps when I think about it 
I had to be on bed rest for five months with Marlon because he kept threatening preterm labor. And then he was a very, very difficult pregnancy. And at one point they started even giving me these injections so that his lungs could mature because he was termed a precious baby. So that was very, very difficult. Completely different to Charlene's. Charlene was seven. But because I was on bed rest for five months, I had to go back to work when he was only three weeks because we couldn't afford for me to take any more time. And I had cesarean sections with both of them. Um, so that was quite difficult. So that was a complete contrast um, of the two babies. I don't think any, anyone forgets those first uh, few months, you know, the sleepless nights. Until you get into a sort of routine or you sort of understand each other, you know. And my nurse training came so handy because um, I sort of knew the different cries. I don't know whether maybe every mother gets that, you know, the, the pain cry and the naughty cry, you know, when she's, I suppose it's a wanting to be cuddled cry, you know. And I now have a little granddaughter um, after four grandsons. It's a wonderful feeling. Um, it's a liberated feeling because you spoil them more than the grandchildren. They get away with much, much more. Let mum and dad do the disciplining. And I, I always say, don't tell them. Don't tell them. <laughs> don't tell them we did this. <laughs> and also, they buy all these designer clothes. And then the children are not allowed to play with mud and whatever. So I used to buy cheap clothes, like from Primark, change them into that. And so we can garden, we can play in the mud, we can play with water, and it doesn't matter. And then just before mom and dad come, change them into their designer, send them back, you know? So that, that's what I, I love doing that with the grandchildren. This podcast was funded by Heritage Lottery Fund and Arts Council England.